The Ready, Set, Grow podcast is sponsored by Ag Expert, software designed for Canadian agriculture. Visit them today at agexpert.ca. Welcome, everybody, to this week's uh, edition of the Ready, Set, Grow podcast, uh, where we like to sh- showcase uh, early stage companies and innovative organizations and uh, hear some of the stories and meet some interesting people. My name is Joe Dales, and I'm one of the co-founders of RH Accelerator. Today, uh, we have a super guest host, uh, Diana Laternas from Regina. Hi, Diana. Hi. And um, we're really uh, happy to have uh, Jacqueline Kina from Winnipeg, who's the Director of Policy at EMILY. So, uh, Jacqueline, thanks for for joining us here today. And can you share a little bit about, uh, you know, tell the audience who you are and uh, about your role at, at EMILY? Sure. Uh, good morning, Joe. Hi, Diana. It's Hi. great to be here. I, I watched uh, Ray Bouchard's podcast and I was really thrilled to, to be invited to come on and share a little bit about EMILY as well. So uh, EMILY, the Enterprise Machine Intelligence Learning Initiative, uh, certainly a long named organization, uh, but it's an industry led agri-food AI accelerator here in Manitoba. So we really work to accelerate the ag industry uh, in the province of Manitoba, across the prairies, as we um, see those synergies and and areas of collaboration. We have a couple of areas of focus that I'll get into, I'm sure, over the course of this conversation. But our purpose is to think about how intelligent technologies uh, can accelerate the ag industry and um, integrate them through skills and talent work, work with specifically with industry uh, to increase the uptake and integration of these technologies uh, in order to accelerate uh, the industry and as well think about the uh, future skills and and sort of jobs of tomorrow aspect of how uh, digital technologies uh, will continue to shape and evolve the industry. Awesome. So so Jacqueline, you mentioned it's an industry-led initiative. How did that come to be? Sure. Uh, so in 2016, there was this group of industry uh, and university, univer- industry leaders, I should say, and university and college presidents that were in discussions in Manitoba. They were sort of seeing this uh, looming digital disruption happen around artificial intelligence and machine learning. And they got together to say, how do we make sure that Manitoba can leverage this opportunity? Uh, the agri-food industry pretty quickly uh, rose to the top there as a significant driver of uh, Manitoba's provincial economy. And so that was kind of the, the, the sort of sector to start in. Uh, is is how this started. And so around using uh, intelligent technologies for the ag industry, uh, this was sort of an interest of a lot of these CEOs who formed the EMILY board actually in 2016. And then pretty quickly uh, at the same time came to understand that these technologies are going to disrupt the industry and it's also going to disrupt the kinds of jobs and the skill sets that are needed. And so that's where that academic piece came in understanding uh, how skills are going to be um, transformed and that, 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 that that will happen quickly. And so this uh, closer collaboration between industry and academia will be required to make sure that we can actually pivot those um, fairly quickly. I'm interested uh, to hear a little bit more about some of your members, like what's the, the range and, and um, yeah, can you share a little bit about that? Sure. So the people that Emily works with, I would say, really uh, spans the agri-food value chain, you know, from startups, uh, including tech startups who maybe wouldn't consider themselves to be a digital egg or an egg company at all, but maybe have a product or service that really can uh, advantage or accelerate the industry, all the way to legacy industries that 
uh, are operating really well and have been for hundreds of or a hundred years, uh, but that understand that um, intelligent technologies either will disrupt or really provide an opportunity to accelerate their business. And so we've really had interest from across the value chain. And on the academic side, I think the really interesting part is that um, disciplines from all over uh, universities and colleges also sort of see the opportunity for their skill sets in digital ag. And that's something that we're always working to uh, grow because this transformed industry will require skill sets from all disciplines. Uh -huh. So when you mention um, intelligent technologies, what are you referring to there? So for us, intelligent technologies is really a term that means uh, any smart technology, any smart digital technology, I should say. So AI, machine learning, blockchain, IoT, uh, we think about uh, augmented virtual reality, all of those sorts of things. And the purpose for us with this uh, umbrella term is to be all-encompassing so that our work continues to stay relevant and, and keep pace with how things are changing. You mentioned uh, that you guys are investing a fair bit into research and projects. Are there any highlights that you want to share with the, the rest of the agricultural community? Yeah, absolutely. So in 2019, um, one of the projects that Emily was funded uh, through Western Diversification on was uh, in partnership with the University of Winnipeg. So it was called uh, Machine Learning to Grow the Digital Ag Industry. And this is a, a project to grow a massive labeled data set of accurately labeled prairie crops and weeds. So this project has been underway since uh, 2019 and, and will continue to be until 2022. And the purpose here is to have this labeled data set of accurately labeled images of prairie crops and weeds. Uh, we see this really as a foundational data set for other technologies to be built upon it. I think the most uh, well-known or easily understood example is John Deere sea and spray technology where a sprayer can move across the field and because it can distinguish between uh, crop and weed, it only sprays the weed. Uh, herbicide application goes down uh, by up to 90%, it's estimated. So that's, that's, I think, sort of the low-hanging fruit of what this technology can do. Uh, but certainly, we see that uh, algorithms, AI machine learning, can only uh, be impactful and effective as a result of a, a data set for it to train on. And so that's what this work is trying to do, uh, is actually create that foundational data set. And so this year, actually, uh, it concluded just a few weeks ago, we were out in uh, full-scale fields collecting these images to populate the data set and throughout the winter uh, and over the course of the project they'll also be collecting images uh, in growth chambers. Wow that sounds amazing. So um, what other types of projects are you guys working on? Sounds like a, a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, we, we certainly have a good time and we get really excited about lots of uh, re really all the aspects of our work. So that that research component with the University of Winnipeg, uh, doctors Chris Vidnasi and Chris Henry there is um, sort of the significant research area that, that we uh, we work to support. And then the other areas of Emily's activity are around the digital ag ecosystem in Manitoba. And and as I mentioned, you know, we, we certainly work on prairie-wide projects where, where we see a fit and where we see complementarity, um, but our, our efforts are primarily focused in Manitoba. So some of this ecosystem uh, scale work is around skills training and talent development. Uh, I would say the sort of focal uh, activity there is Manitoba's digital ag table. So this is uh, modeled a little bit after Canada's economic strategy tables in that we're pulling together industry, academia, 
nonprofits and government uh, to work on increasing collaboration, sort of seizing this digital ag opportunity. Uh, and one of the key outcomes that we're going to have of this group is increasing work integrated learning opportunities for students. That gets back to this um, interdisciplinary approach to the skill sets needed in digital agriculture and really just making sure that um, groups that have aligned interests actually around growing digital agriculture have a forum to um, communicate and collaborate more frequently and so this group uh, is about 40 people a mix of industry academia nonprofit and government working together to say hey what are you doing over there that can be applied here uh, and vice versa and how do we work together to make sure that we're not duplicating efforts and really building off of each other's strengths so that's that's in the skills and training bucket we also do um, we're launching a virtual career panel this fall that probably would have been a, uh, an in-person career panel had it not been for COVID. But one of the great parts about the virtual element is that we're going to be able to stream it into um, rural and, and northern Manitoba as a result of the fact that it's virtual. So we're hoping to reach even more students as a result of that. And then uh, another pillar here is intelligent tech integration. So this idea of increasing the uptake of uh, intelligent technologies. I would say our, our flagship activity in this area is the Agriculture Enlightened Conference that's uh, coming up on November the 4th as a hybrid. Uh, I'll talk about that more in a little bit. And then the, the last pillar is uh, access to capital. So we know this is a pretty big gap in the prairies, uh, especially for ag tech startups and scale-ups. And uh, this 2019 uh, heat map for venture capital investment across Canada showed only about 2% uh, of all VC deals done in the country happened in the prairies. So we're looking to um, do what we can to change that because we know that without um, the ability to scale, talent leaves and it's a, an IP retention issue as well. We know that uh, we have great talent here in the prairies and innovative ideas getting created. And so we want to do what we can to, to support their ability to actually stay in the prairies and scale here. So that's, that's kind of the, that runs the gamut of, of what we do day to day. Nice. Yeah, that's terrific. Um, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about how the agricultural community can engage with Emily and, and these projects? I'm excited to hear about all the, uh, the, uh, the pillars and in the initiative. What, what do you guys need? How can we support you? What's, what, uh, you know, how do we, how do we get involved? Sure. So of course, Emily has Twitter and, and things like this through the website, um, you know, getting our regular updates about the kind of work that's going on. Uh, as it relates to the University of Winnipeg Label Dataset Project, uh, we intend to launch this data set uh, sort of in one iteration uh, in the fall, and then of course in its sort of fullest form uh, in 2022. So it, it'll continue to be added to until it exists in um, the form that it, that it takes by 2022, and, and certainly it'll be added to beyond that as well. Uh, we intend to launch this on a uh, Emily's technology and talent platform through a data trust. And so our, our work there is to make sure that for the first um, while of that that data set being available, that it is primarily uh, and exclusively accessed by Canadian uh, industry, academia, and other actors. Uh, as that, that project received significant funding from the federal government, we want that to be um, given a head start to Canadian innovators um, for its use. So that will be rolling out this fall as well. And then on the, the conference front, uh, we have a website, agenlighten.ca, and we'll be rolling out uh, lots more materials uh, this week and next, actually, on the conference. Uh, and whether 
you know, people attend in person or virtually, uh, we see that as a pretty significant touch point with Emily and certainly with all of the other uh, attendees of the conference. Mm -hmm. So what kind of speakers or topics are you having at the conference this sure. year? So it's called Agriculture Enlightened. Uh, that name really came about as a result of us thinking about digital disruption and, and the ag industry disrupted. But those are conversations that have been happening for a while now. And so we wanted to take it to the next step. We wanted to think about, okay, disruption's here, it's happened, we're all familiar. What is the next thing that happens? How do we actually uh, take these disruptions and these intelligent technologies and harness them to grow the industry? And so to that end, the conference has a significant focus on data, uh, how we leverage it, data ownership issues, uh, monetization, how we sort of see that exponential value through to the end. And so one of the speakers that we're, we're most excited about um, is Todd Jansen of the Ag Data Transparent Certification. And so uh, we're hoping to get into a conversation with him about the circumstances that uh, ensued to actually um, spur him to create that certification what it means, what it looks like for people who, or companies that have that certification, and sort of what things um, are inherent to it, and, and how that helps uh, data creators uh, maintain their ownership of data. I should mention that uh, Farm Credit Canada is a title sponsor of Ag Agriculture Enlightened, and uh, they were the first uh, organization in Canada to have that uh, Ag Data Transparent certification, so we're certainly uh, excited for that, uh, that element as well. And then, we're going to have a series of presentations um, called What's Your It? So what, what's your it being what's your intelligent technology? Where we invite ag tech companies from across Canada to tell us about their intelligent tech uh, and, and how it's working for them in their company. So it's a great opportunity to highlight the innovative and world-class um, uh, products and services that are already going on across Canada. Uh, we have some great presentations lined up and, and a few spots left to fill. And then the other uh, thing that I think I wanted to highlight about this conference is uh, just innovation success stories, uh, specifically around protein. And so, uh, you know, what we want to do here is really highlight the success that the prairies have already had in realizing the protein opportunity, including how data and technology uh, plays as a part of that. And then also think about what's left to be accomplished uh, in protein, plant and animal, and how uh, we can sort of continue to seize this opportunity uh, in the prairies and also across the country. Uh -huh. That's fabulous. Congrats on uh, on the progress that you're making. Any uh, any last thoughts or anything else that you want to share with uh, with our audience? Um, as it relates to the conference, I would say that we're expecting upwards of 250 people uh, joining in person and virtually. This uh, mobile app that we're working on is truly quite interactive. So we, we expect it to be a, a fulsome experience for people who attend online. Um, and as it relates, uh, relates sort of more broadly to Emily and uh, digital agriculture, the Manitoba Digital Agriculture Table met uh, in late June and we asked them, where does, in your minds, where does digital agriculture fit on the life cycle curve? Um, sort of as, as an element of agriculture. And everybody placed it somewhere between um, just initial startup and very early in the growth uh, stage of that curve. And so we think that the opportunities are really significant and sort of that the best is yet to come in this digital agriculture space. And, and that's why we're so passionate about this work um, for Manitoba and, and really for Canada. Mm -hmm. Those are some really great initiatives, Jacqueline. I think it's uh, exciting what you're doing there. And um, is there a way to get in touch with you? Um, 
after this if, if somebody wanted to learn more or certainly so emilycanada.com is our regular uh, organization website there's a really easy contact us button that uh, gets answered pretty quickly and as relate and there's a page there that directs to the conference but uh, straight to the conference is agenlighten.ca nice well that's wonderful so thank you so much for sharing everything Jacqueline and uh, I know everybody's going to show up uh, to the conference and see all the cool things Diana thanks for uh, a great podcast here this morning and we really appreciate you guys uh, uh, joining us for the Ready Set Grow podcast. Thanks again. Thank you. Take care.